I want a sandwich. Now. Oh, sandwich wench. Yo, wench. Sandwich. Now. I'm going to need a sandwich. A sandwich. I'm going to need a sandwich. A sandwich. I'm going to need a sandwich. A sandwich. A sandwich. A sandwich. I'm going to need a sandwich. A sandwich. I'm going to need a sandwich. A sandwich. Hello everyone, welcome to another political recap stream here on the Moiski Live channel. Three in a row folks, we're on a roll. Joining me to talk about some political stuff, maybe kind of possibly, is my scrum diddlyumptious co-host, Trups. Say hello, Trups. Hello, Trups. Wow, that was a loud sound. I like that. Mm-hmm. That was obnoxious compared to last time. Woohoo! Maybe it's because it's a little bit warmer. It wasn't in the fridge. I want to see if I can try and at least get up there with it. I don't really have a can. All I've got is this. Mm. That's all I've got. I'm sorry. Oh. I know, right? Sorry, I I watch your whiskey streams. I oh, do. So you? like, got one coming oh, up yes. next uh, next Saturday. And you'll be happy to know that sometimes I just leave them on in the background and I forget. Yeah. I'm all right with so that. Then it auto plays. Hey, I'm okay with that because we got managed to get most of them monetized. The only ones that don't are the ones where my friend Dave makes age statement jokes. Oh, that's a twelve year old in your mouth, Meg. It's a twelve year old in your oh, mouth. No. And I'm like, bitch. I have told Why? you time and time again. And then I go and appeal the monetization and it gets rejected. And I'm like, stop doing this to us. I mean, we don't make much money on these streams, but come on, a couple pennies. We're getting nearer to Christmas. We might get lucky. You never know. Yeah, true. We've been plugging our um, Instagram. We made an Instagram for that street whiskey stuff. Yes, and, uh, I saw it on your, um, was it this week at Twitter video? Yeah, I may have mentioned it right at the end, but I also put it on the community uh, tab. Um, because I was like, I want to get attention, and I thought it'd be funny. Um, and yeah, no, we, we, I've been trying to, I've been tagging, I've been um, adding some of the main distilleries I like to try and get them to engage with us, because we're trying to see how many distilleries we can get to reply to us. I got Talisker. Oh today. yeah, totally. I got Talisker to reply to me today. I was very happy with myself. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep harassing them until they uh, until I, they do it. Oh right? no, I asked. I, I simply when they put out a picture of uh, one of the, their bottles I've never tried. Um, I simply said, do you have one spare? <laughs> they, oh, they, nice. Yeah, well played. Um, yeah, just send it to me for science. That's all I ask. Um, so how was Trups this week? Um, a whole lot of hurry up and wait at work. So um, not a whole lot going on, which, you know, some people think is a good thing. Um, Sounds I'm boring. okay with it. It's just, yeah, it, it it's one of those things like I don't know what to do with my hands kind of thing. Yeah, I'm a fidget. Uh, if I don't have something to do, I kind of feel like I'm unemployed. I don't want. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I I'm here, I'm here to do. I need to do something. You know. Right. I'm here to do a job, and now I'm just sitting on just fucking about yeah. on Twitter on my phone. Yeah. Um, and just to quickly address Katie in the chat. Hi, by the way. Um, 
Whiskey Live. I I like that. That's a. I wish I'd called it not, instead of Not Worth a Cork. Um, we changed. Yeah, but that's funny. What, the not Worth a Cork thing. I think that's hilarious. My dad did. But, he put it on T-shirts and made them for me, him, and uh, Dave. Only him. Awesome. Only him and Dave have shirts that fit. Mine's a double. Ah. Mine's a double XL. It's literally a, a man nighty, a night shirt. It's so big on me. I could fit Dave inside it with a bit of room to spare. I, I'm at best a large. I'm That's not, amazing. I'm not in the X's. And he's like, oh, but I'm sure I'm sure you were a double XL like when we ordered. And I'm like, bitch, that was three months ago. I was not double XL three months ago. Damn, getting absolutely flayed. Uh, I, you know what, I'll, I'll take it. He bought me a circular saw earlier in the week, so I'm not going to complain. I'll, well, I'll, at least there's that. Yeah, yeah he bought me a tree. And I got him a birthday present. Who gives a shit? Fine, it's fine. I, I won't bully him too hard for it. I'm, I'm very sorry it works a bit boring for you at the moment. Um, uh, it's okay. I'll take that <coughs> over, like, me having to work extra or anything like not that. Not get paid for it all as well. Right, um, yeah, salary. Yeah, not ideal. But what about you? What have you been up to? I saw that you've been doing cabin things. So I have been um, prepping the cabin for the winter. Um, oh. I now have... 220 amp hours worth of power, which is all installed. I did it today. Uh, I, I didn't get shocked, which is lucky because I almost did. Um, nice. That's why I get for putting wires on the floor and not looking at them. Um, I installed that. I have painted 90% of the entire living room now. It's now treated properly. Well, it's, it's got a damp treatment, clear treatment behind it. Hello, uh, St. Mystic and Karina. Um, but then because of the one corner where there was a bit of damp issue, I have now done a paint over the top. A silk, nice malt chocolate colour, like a Malteser interior, basically. Mm, yes. I, don't, I don't want anything too strong on purpose, and I don't do strong colours. Uh, the office is like a, a pastel green, the bathroom's a pastel blue. It's nice and soft. Um, 90% of the room is done. The only part I haven't done is the whiskey cabinet. I have to mm. empty that move it, and then paint behind it. We're talking oh, about... No. there is There is about 100 to 120 bottles in there. Oh. It's oh, going... No. <laughs> and, and so I made a deal with Dave. He's here on Tuesday evening late. I said, look, I'll do all the decorating and get it all ready. The heat... I put a radiator in. I've got a new dehumidifier for the winter as well. Mm. I'll, I'll do everything. I'll do all the decorating. But I need you to do me a favour, and I'll, I will let you... From any bottle that is already opened, I had to specify that because he's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. You may pour yourself a double from any one bottle, yeah, if you put everything mm-hmm. back. And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> he doesn't. I know he's going to. I know what he's going to go for. He's going to go for one of the most expensive ones, and that's quite all right. If it's open, he can help himself. And I know exactly. It's one or two. He's either going to go with the Highland Park Fire, which is about 160 pounds. That was my uh, January treat last year. Or mm-hmm. he's going to go with my Jameson's 18 because he's had a glass of it and I still haven't. That costs about 180 uh, quid. Yeah, he's the only person. Just have a drink, damn it. I just haven't got around to it. I thought we'd do a Jameson stream and then I'd have no excuse to avoid it. I don't. Know. I haven't been avoiding it on purpose, by the way. I just haven't had a glass of it. But Dave's the only one that has, and I thought if anyone's going to do it, it'll be him again. I know what he's like. Well, He'll go well, for the you have a stream coming up, right? Uh, ta- yeah, we have a Tamnavulin one. Hmm. Different distillery. But we will be in the cabin, so I'm sure uh, we are going to do some VCs with some samples as well uh, on Discord. We've made it on the server on Moistonia. If you're a patron, you'll know about it. A whiskey lounge. So we'll do VCs. No one else can talk because it'll just be us two talking. 
uh, we'll go through samples and talk and uh, bullshit our way through things. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, but I've been decorating. I've got enough power now. I've got a radiator in that works. I've tested it. Batteries didn't die instantly, which means we're fine. Um, and yeah, we're good. Uh, it should be good for the winter. Uh, in January, obviously, I'll be full-time in there working, uh, starting in the new year, because then I, I have a fresh start. I'm, I'm working at the moment during the week also, uh, going forward, up until December and including it, I'll be working on all the end-of-year projects I put out in December to try and earn as much money as possible. Um, just context here, folks, because you'll love this. In December last year, CPM, so views for every thousand, um, for every thousand views, the CPM was $13. So I got 1.2 million views. That would surely equate to, uh, well, obviously 1 million. The point two was uh, the 200,000 was after Christmas Day itself. Um, the 1 million would surely then equate to 13 grand, wouldn't it? I think so, yeah. I didn't it's even make half of that. Uh, I was so, I, mean, I made more than the year before, and it's been going up every year because I've been working harder. But I still, I felt so shafted by that. Genuinely, on Christmas Day, when I finally checked to see how much I'd earned, uh, for the mm. month so far, I was so deflated. I was mm. so annoyed because then I was told on Twitter that it fluctuates. I'm like, bitch, no, it bloody well doesn't. All right, I've been deceived. All my videos are monetized. I worked so hard, uh, but never mind. Uh, I'll be. I've been working on videos for <laughs> end of year. I've been working on end of year videos now, and so that these videos will be uploaded in December. Many of them are going to be over an hour long on purpose because rewatchability mm. and because December might worked to my benefit, you know, if YouTube hadn't shafted us on ads as well. Like in the sense Indeed. Of removing the ability to, you know, have ads and uh, wherever we wanted them. How I, dare you think this what? platform is for you to well, use? They recently changed it. They, I, I would insert them every 15 minutes. They will, mm. then, they will instead be dickheads about it and do it every five minutes. I can't have that because people won't watch the rest of the video. If I'm right. putting out a two-hour video and they put, like, 20 ads in the first hour... No one's going to watch the rest, are they? They're not going to get through 20 ads. And also, YouTube just introduced something with the ad blockers. Every time I turn on YouTube now to put on a video, I get a thing saying, oh, you're not allowed to have ad blocker. You can't have ad blocker. It's, well, let me watch videos and so I turn it off. Hmm. Anyway, um, so. Big bullshit. I, I, I noticed you saw the rather amusing video I posted on the server uh, with um, the, I don't know how they do the voices for Obama, Biden, and Trump in some kind of VC. That's oh, the AI. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I love it. Um, I've seen a few of those videos, and each time, like, one was, if you could take on, what's the biggest animal you could beat in a fight? Biden's like a mouse, and Trump's like a giraffe. I climb on its back, you know, <laughs> climb up its neck mm. and chin it. Obama, and then someone said chimpanzee or something at some point, and I thought that was a bit on the, and someone said that's a bit on the nose, don't you think? Oh, uh, no. It was Obama that said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so moving on from that nonsense that no one will understand here, um, uh, I couldn't help but notice this week something amazing uh, has been going on <laughs> in your country. Like, yeah? The Republican Party really don't like winning, do they, and staying there. So I guess there's I... more context, but it looks this way. <laughs> okay. What's uh, happening? I, I, I presume you are referring to the ousting of uh, Kevin McCarthy from the speakership. Yeah. He didn't last long, um, did he? Well, okay. So, there. yes, you're right. There is context to this. Um, so, basically, the idea was 
when he got elected to the speakership, I don't know if how much or how in depth we actually ever got into this. We didn't. Okay, well that's that works out in my favor a little bit. Um, so when he was elected, it went through fifteen rounds of voting before he finally even got like a modicum of consideration, mm-hmm. right? Like enough consideration that it would actually matter. Um, meaning he actually got elected. Um, in that situation, at the time, the uh, Freedom Caucus, which the media will call uh, the uh, the right-wing radicals, um, basically they gave him a, a set of rules and guidelines to operate within. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... In what he did recently with the shutdown negotiations, basically going into a backdoor deal with uh, the Democrats, from Gates, Matt Gates's perspective, who is the de facto leader of the Freedom Caucus, yeah. from his perspective and several of, actually a lot of other people who mm-hmm. consider themselves like avid Republicans, um, citizens, not politicians, yeah. um, they believe that what matt gates did was correct in that you have a person who is taking away the agency of the people to argue that well 300 300 million dollars doesn't belong in a budget to fund the u.s government for the next 30 days uh and but you know what should be in there uh border security provisions but that wasn't in there so never is that the moment no, and that's part of the issue. I find that quite funny because you've had New York's, um, is it governor, the female lady person, complaining, or mayor, complaining yeah, about, yeah, yeah. years governor. ago had said, uh, had years ago said that uh, the gates should be open, welcome as many as mm-hmm. we can, and then three years later the clip c- cuts to her now saying, we need limitations. Like, well, of, co- of course, look at Canada. They welcome so many people in, and now the housing crisis and inflation's gone through the roof. Why? Because they can't afford this. Not many areas can individually. That's why I find the open kind of the thing point. to be so funny. Because people don't seem to realize it's, it becomes a swarm of locusts going to a place, harvesting mm. the place, bleeding it dry, and then leaving and going to another place. The same yes. thing will happen. You have to raise everywhere else up. Yeah. and But like that's not what they decide they want to encourage or no, they want to no, you're right. experience. They want... Um, to basically stand on some sort of moral high ground um, and, oh, why don't you think of the poor economic migrants? You they mean, are you, escaping... You, you mean refugees, mm. right? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, with all of their, uh, you know, uh, things that they are running from, like Nothing. low wages. <laughs> well, they're hardly going to get... Uh, it's interesting to see in this country where that's happened. Uh, they've ended up in mm-hmm. hotels that are of a higher quality than the housing we live in. It's just, and they still complain it's not good enough. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you came here and you thought we'd give you a house and a, and a whole life. You had your fucking mind. There are people on housing waiting lists here. We are a small country. Uh, yes. We'd have to build that two, is the thing, we, have, though. we have to build they, at least 250 houses a year or flats. I'd rather flats, to be honest, based on the space of the country, just to uh-huh. be able to accommodate the growth of the country. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but to include those that come in as well, fuck off. The government's not doing shit about it here, but boats are still coming across. Well, and, and you are right. Like, 
that is exactly a what they expect and and in some cases what they receive yeah um but i mean look at the um i forget what the island is called but off the between uh italy and africa i can't remember what the island is called but it's a very small island like malta one of those ones that got flooded didn't it yeah, population is it, like ten thousand like, or something, or five thousand. It it's got a population of like I think six thousand, and like ten thousand migrants yeah. showed up. Yeah, I'm like, you are completely displacing the people who live here. Like, it's no longer their place. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, that in that context, I mean, you have very real problems, uh, at least coming through. Um, that that kind of you know, a situation. Um, when it comes to the illegal illegal immigration situation. And, yeah, I'm kind of glad that certain situations have led to uh, Eric Adams basically saying that, you know, the New York that you once knew isn't going to be there for long, um, that the uh, that our system is straining to the point of breaking. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, wow, could you imagine what it must be like feeling as New York right now, what it must have been like to be Texas for all of these years. Mm-hmm. And yet they are still prospering. Amazing. Literally amazing. Not like figuratively, actually incredible. Uh, because I mean, we have a lot of space down in Texas, but they it doesn't been, matter how much space you they, have. They have millions of people. Yeah. And they're ferrying them over to New York as well, aren't they? They are now. <clears throat> they have no choice. I'm sorry, but New York and all these other very... Well, the regions of the country that are very blue and open, and open to the idea of open gates need to learn very quickly this is not acceptable and it is quite harmful to the states where you seem to think it's okay they go to. These states mm-hmm. need to prosper because your 50 states work together. So you, so the states that seem to think it's okay to lump one state with all the problems and think that they can continue with their life as it is, no, 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 no. You need to understand the consequences are going to be felt at your door as well. Your choices and your burdens have actions, consequences and outcomes, and they will negatively impact you as well. Yep. And that was the part of the deal that they weren't too fond of. Color me shocked. Um, they don't like it when they have to be the ones yeah. to take on the challenge or um, you know sacrifice things for their own policies. It's really unfortunate when the consequences of your own actions come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. It's not very fair for another country to have to, or another state rather, to have well, to. Well, no, I say uh, countries accept... offer that because you know, a state is its own country. To, to be honest, uh, yeah, I mean it's fair. Um, but yeah, a one state or a collection of states being border states should not have to bear the brunt of your decision making when you don't have to, you know, accept any of the uh, of the, you know, problems that come with it. Yeah. So, I mean, with that idea in mind, like I'm I'm 100% down with all of the things that are going on genuinely. I think that they they are long overdue for not a comeuppance because I don't want to sound like a vindictive little shit. No, no, no. It's what uh, goes around and comes around. I'm sorry, you cannot be you cannot live life thinking you are consequence free just because you 
did one thing and others are paying the price for it. You don't get to do that. No. Right. And it is a case of you deserve it if that's what you think is what's right. Texas just goes... And by the way, the reason, another reason why I think a lot of these cities and states do it is because they think, oh, well, they're, they, they're a different color, so we're just going to... Well, that. realistically, that's the actual reason. Right? I don't. I don't. I don't even. I don't ever. Yeah, you say because you're they, American. They, they won't. They won't admit it out it loud. It comes across yes. as that. It comes across as that. And that's, that's so it, It's true. It's. It's just. It shows how lazy it is. How mm-hmm. poisonous it is. I can't be asked. Um, but that that like, gives more context to. Um, uh, gives more context the Kevin to McCarthy. Yeah, or to McCarthy because. Well, I didn't know it's it's a on. boiling point, right? Yeah. It's it's you know how much are you going to make me sit here and take all this um, you know BS before I have to you know put my foot down and say, look, if you're not going to work with us, then you don't deserve to hold this position that we granted you. So the Republicans then, Matt Gates brought forth the uh, letter of removal, um, and. It was 216 to 210 mm-hmm. uh, to hold him in power. Now, every Democrat who was present voted to remove Kevin McCarthy. So let so, us not believe for a moment here mm-hmm. that this is solely the Republicans doing. Well, I, I was going to ask the split on the vote. Mm-hmm. And then you said it, and I was like, the moment you said it, my thought was it had to have been a few Republicans and a lot of Democrats. All of the assembled Democrats and seven Republicans. I mean, they'd vote to get rid of him because he's Republican. Yeah. But hang yeah, on, correct. hang on. If he, if they were voted to get rid of him, uh-huh. wasn't he working to do something with them though? Yes. Oh come on! Look, politics is not clean, but yes, you are. Were, you get the point. If they were smart, they would have voted to keep him there because they could have worked with him. Right? Because he was working in a bipartisan fashion, but the Democrats said, uh, no. That's why I initially took umbrage with the way you phrased it, like the Republicans don't know well, how to win. I'm so, like, actually, I think the Democrats don't know how to win. There, there's a reason why that amused me, because mm. it is a case that that is often what's used as a soundbite, though, isn't it? Because the Republicans uh, yeah. just don't seem to know how to stay in power. But then, even with the context, they still don't, because the person who was in power was doing the one thing that would get him out. Yeah, I, I just I th- well, there's a level of a level of like if he was smarter, perhaps he wouldn't have maybe would have played with the party, knowing the party currently wasn't in that kind of mood to work with the Democrats. the The problem was that Kevin McCarthy wasn't willing to accept the consequences of a a government shutdown. It wasn't going to be good for his political career to allow it to happen. I'll be honest; it felt inevitable to me. Well, and and that's perfectly fine, um, but basically the the fact that he because he basically went behind closed doors to negotiate a deal that would be amenable to Senate Democrats as well. Yeah, because he can get across you know a Republican thing through the House. It's the Senate Democrats that he needed to make sure that he was able to placate. And that was the part that really pissed him off, um, because, I mean, you're you're 
you're going behind closed doors to work out a deal with the other party without the consideration of your own party. I do think that the mistake there is a big mistake now with the uh, you know, added context of he should have right. worked with his party to get this deal. Because they had the house. Yes. And let's so, also remember that this was a deal, a kind of deal that he worked out in those initial like 15 failure failed votes when he was getting elected it was a deal that was struck that basically those republicans could hold this over his head should he uh break the uh you know agreements which was essentially a a list of not not like egregious demands Term, let's go with terms. but demands yeah. yeah terms um that if he broke it, that this is what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, shocker, he broke it. Look what happened. He, uh, it's what you call, um, this is what happens when you fuck around and then the mm. consequences when you find out. Yes, um, quite right. So I, after he got ousted, I would admit I cried. I put in dumping sources all week, uh, on mm. this because it, I cried with laughter when I saw it. I did read it, by the way. I just thought I'd, you know, lead us down a path that looked more interesting. Um, and I saw uh, first of all I saw that Pelosi and another person had been banned from their offices mm-hmm. that apparently has standard procedure though to um, to bar yeah them. so just as a context apparently Pelosi had Steady still Hoyer. been accessed yeah still been uh, allowed to stay in the speaker's office yeah no yeah I, I'm not too sure about it either to be honest because um, she hasn't been speaker for a while now, so I like... think I would assume they did it because senior citizen. Um, now, oh well, there was that, but then there were. I've seen two names, um, mm-hmm. two names. Um, one was um, that Trump himself. He has confirmed by video he had been asked to uh, be or become the House Speaker, and said, "All I can say is, we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party." Um, mm-hmm. I'll continue the quote because I've actually got to expand the image here. A lot of people have asked me about it. My focus is totally on the election. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. What mm. did you What did you think about that? Or did you not? Know? I thought that that idea was a great one, but he came out a little bit later and said that no, he's not going to do it. Yes, so there which was that. Is a shame. I I agree, but then I think it's because he then decided to back someone else. And I actually don't mind this person because I remember seeing them call out some bullshit in the House uh, committees. Uh, Jim mm. Jordan. Yes. Um, now, I, I know Jim Jordan, Republican, whatever, um, but I mm. I saw him calling out some of the party-line politics bullshit with the impeachment nonsense and the um, Kavanaugh stuff. Yeah. Um, and he was, and we covered that here. And he... Yes. Um, yeah, nah. He... he uh, He's a, he's a reasonable. He seems. I don't know much about his policies, but from the actions I've seen, he seemed more reasonable. Maybe more popular with the party. Who knows? I think that you are correct in that assessment. I I personally like Jim Jordan. Um, I like his policies. I like his candor. Uh, a very take no prisoners kind of attitude. Yeah. I think that's something that we need in an era where apparently everyone's too much of a pussy to do anything about it. Anything. Um, so I'm a big fan personally. 
Yeah, Jim Jordan, not the worst choice in the world. And would he, would him as a choice be a choice that would work for those that wanted him gone, but also those that would want him McCarthy to stay? No. Jim Jordan is considered by many to be a radical. Oh, radical because he's very right-leaning, or...? Yes, because he's very right-leaning. Okay, so I know nothing of him, so you're going to have to help me out here. Well, okay, so in terms of his policies, uh, like, for example, he is heading a committee on the investigation of um, government interference uh, and basically overreach of the Justice Department. In that aspect, uh, a lot of more center-leaning, and of course the Democrats find him to be on a witch hunt. Uh, I'm using these words intentionally. Oh, is that um, like the, uh, the the people who are already looking to impeach Biden? Yeah. Ah, I've heard about that. Uh, and, and, and similar individuals, yes. Um, so that whole piece is also a part of his repertoire. Uh, and the expectations that he as a as a as a member of the house has a reputation for he's that kind of a guy uh yeah. so he's looking for you know, the corruption to you know get it out of the party you know that's that's his modus operandi that's how he presents if you are a Democrat who is believing this to be you know farcical um much like how everyone thought the impeachment inquiries were. Um, then you would look at his attitude and his behavior as negative. Right. So that that's really why him as a as a individual is not um, not quite appreciated by the um, the more moderate individuals. So that's the problem the Republicans currently have, though, isn't it? How do you uh, find someone that will give or get enough support to be the speaker? Considering well, this okay. Moderate and more right-leaning divide. Who do you have? So, so this is this is a a big issue that um, Republicans, as the kind of everybody else party right now, mm-hmm. uh, have. So, if the Democrats are the party of the left, the progressive, the ideologues, um, and the conservatives are basically just everyone else. You have a a vast, a wide range of severity from center to right, right? And of course, if you have a Republican from the from the West Coast, you know they're more Democrat than they are Republican. So yeah. it's hard to base strictly off of party lines what kind of split you are going to have when it comes to voting, especially when it comes to establishment players versus populist players. Populists, obviously, are not nearly as popular uh, to other establishment players as as they are to the individual constituents. Okay. You've got a bit of a fight that you have to navigate. You either pick somebody who's moderate, but who respects the more conservative side of things that both sides can agree is an, a decent choice. But if they at all are linked to Trump or January 6th, they will immediately be voted down by all of the, uh, um, the Democrats. So you'll have no breaking from the, uh, from the cult on that side. 
so that's and you a, have to, you know. Hunt. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because then you have to also consider that it took how many votes to get McCarthy in. I can imagine there being quite a few to get this guy in. Right, and we have a uh, a pro tempe, you know, uh, a temporary individual who is yeah. taking up that that role. Um, that was the individual whose first uh, action was to evict uh, Pelosi from her office, which I thought was based. Um, I saw that actually. Um, interim House Speaker. What's their name? I've got it on the screen here. Uh, Patrick McHenry. Mm. I don't. Know yeah, I thought that him. was pretty. I I don't really know a whole Honest. lot about him either if myself. They suppose they're not supposed to have been in those offices anyway. Like, they were given clearly some kind of um, grace period. But it's like yeah. that's not how politics works. Get the fuck out. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, you were given a grace period. You have very well overstayed your welcome at this point. And then, of course, they were like, oh, but we were, you know, we were at Dianne Feinstein's funeral, and how dare you you evict us while we're not even there? We can't even collect our things. Bitch, you have people to go do that for you. Don't, don't even start. Okay, so with the selection process underway, I guess, what happens? Um, so now they have to go and seek out whomever, you know, they think is going to, to work for the job, and that's going to be its own cluster uh, in, in the news cycle. And I'm sure that the Democratic side of, um, of of the media is going to absolutely love taking apart every single individual that the Republicans put up there. Um, but by comparison, uh, the U.S. issues with Speaker is not nearly as bad as um, the fact that Canada's Speaker of the House uh, resigned after that issue that we talked about last week. Oh god, yeah, true, true. I mean, applauding a Nazi and then getting ousted for being uh, bipartisan. Uh, yes, and then the new guy uh, came in and he had uh, previous issues with ethics violations, so that's hilarious. I mean, got a, I've got a prime minister who's known for embezzling. Who's, uh, mm-hmm. who's getting divorced, which is not good for looking like a family man and a good feminist, leaving his woman wife, how dare you. Uh, and uh, also doing blackface. Uh, yeah, it's not like they're actually looking that good right now. To be fair. No, they're not. So, I mean, Canada, by comparison, is much worse off than we are. Canada's um, worse off because the inflation is killing their economy. The migrant well, problem too. in their country is so bad that, as uh, earlier pointed out by Brian Blakey, um, is uh, less than 1% where you live um, and the rent has increased by 33% in February. That is oh, bonkers. I'm glad That's this house terrible. is owned because I can imagine the council doing something similar here. Although mm. I can imagine in this country it will get to a point where councils will start moving people just so they can create migrant communities. Because Germany did that. Um, they've moved people out of blocks of flats so they can move migrants into them. Yeah, And that was very okay. unfair to the families that lived in these blocks of flats. And then, yeah, that, and then, that was my first thought. And then they started fires in them because they didn't like them. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Ungrateful Great. ball bags. Families lived there Great. for de- decades, and you know that's not that's not cool. No, no, uh, but um, it definitely shows uh, you know uh, a reminder <coughs> to, to whom whom one is. Um, so, there is a question in the know. chat for you. Oh, do you think Pelosi will get the job back? Now I know the answer because how the how it works, but do mm. 
I want to say no, but I can't promise that because if if a a a minority of of um, individuals, right? If a minority of Republicans break from the situation, then you very well may get a a Pelosi back in office. Oh God! Because she so, didn't. She said she not. didn't want to be. Yeah, but then she decided she wanted to come back and have another go, I guess. She's dumb. Um, so, you know, that that what that question is very good. Um I I I'm hoping not is is the answer to that. Because I don't think we can we can stomach her for for that much longer. I mean, she's she's the best person to deal with insider trading. I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. She is very well versed. Not that you could ever ask her about it, because then she suddenly turns into uh, a well, deaf person, someone that's been neuralized. Yeah, that too. Um, but yes, I I hope to God Pelosi doesn't get the job back. Um, but also, could you imagine what it would be like to be Hakeem Jeffries, the first black. Um, you know, minority leader for the Democrats to get overshadowed by a geriatric. Honestly. After all, if we're going to talk Hillary Clinton-wise, it's his turn. Agreed. I'm, so, interested, I'm interested to see what they do, because I, I've heard oh, nothing oh. of them since they, you know, got there. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's basically just been, you know, hollering from the wings, be like, yeah, fuck the Republicans. <laughs> yeah, he's a man. Trump's a bad guy. Yeah, no, no, he's basically a oh, hype man in man, the corner. The Trump thing, fuck me. The amount of people I I saw an article recently. Bono was com- he says I don't want to ever hear Trump's name because America's in such a dire strait right now. And I'm like, bitch, for any policy a Republican or a Democrat put into force, it only really starts to affect the country after ten years. He was there for four. By the way, all the shit you were complaining about, no lie, was all stuff that Biden. Turned and fucking vetoed you, fucking mongoloid. What? I mean, what can you expect? He's 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 clearly Irish. Not not paying attention. <laughs> well, that too. He he must be. He's an idiot. Like you can't. Yeah, he's compla- gotta be. You can't complain about somebody who's not in office after three years or two and a half, whatever how many years it is, but complain about when they're not in office with policies that were also vetoed. Like they never got to see the good in those in those policies because. Biden's an idiot. Well, that and... Well, actually, there is a policy that is currently coming back to, I guess you could say, bite Biden. Uh, and that's actually the border wall. <laughs> so so Biden is being forced to rebuild part of the border wall because the Senate had allotted a certain amount of money that had to go to the border wall as per the appropriation bill. Um, I want to remind everybody that Biden campaigned on not a single uh, inch of wall would be created in his um, administration. A lot of good that did, not for so long, apparently, though. Not that anyone's ever talking about that. I haven't heard shit about that. That's recent. Um, um, More recent than, or at least, it's recent for media standards. Um, So, yeah. There's there's plenty going on. Yeah, and it's always it's always an exciting time to be in this country. <laughs> um, but more interestingly, and actually, I'm kind of surprised that we didn't go this route um, 
much faster is um so have you heard what's going on with trump and his cases uh no so i nothing of that gets reported over here oh okay so um trump's businesses uh got de facto dissolved by a um by a new york judge within this past week that sounds a bit mm-hmm. so in a summary judgment a New York judge basically invalidated or voided all of Trump's New York business licenses. And basically what that means is that he may no longer operate any of his businesses within New York. I mean, it's not a problem. He could just move to Florida. Well, he did try. And the, uh, well, okay, let's... This is all based on a insinuation or a, an assertion made by the court that Trump has falsified his holdings and his net worth. They say that his, you know, $8 billion, you know, status that he claims to have is horseshit. Um, that actually Mar-a-Lago isn't worth the... Um, the whatever he said it was the the close to you know however many billion it's actually you know just about 25 million dollars like the entirety of the the property of mar-a-lago is a grand total of 25 million dollars i don't know much about the uh, value of land over there so i'm kind of curious if that's true or not well that's that's well, let's let's do a little a bit of, of research, shall we? Let's find out what Mar-a-Lago's address is, because I want to. Um, let's see. Address. It's, not, it's not on Jupiter Island, is it? Because that shit's expensive. Um, I don't think so. Okay, so we've got it here. It's uh, Fort Lauderdale. All right, cool. Now let's pull up Zillow. Uh, Zillow, for for all intents and purposes, is a. Um... I know what Zillow is. Okay, cool, good, good. For anybody who doesn't, uh, it's it's what you can essentially look at for cost of items mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, I've looked um, at, I've looked at it before for properties in a certain state that I was looking at years ago. Yes. Okay. So let's see here. This is is that Lago really? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, surrounding properties, um, we're looking at a six-bedroom, 11-bath, uh, 20,000 square feet, just a home, uh, $98 million. Oh, lad. 2.7 acres. Is that it? Yeah. 2.7 acres, $98 million. Can you imagine what is going to happen to the real estate market in Fort Lauderdale or or that surrounding area if the evaluation of Trump's property, a 20-something acre resort, clubhouse, and uh, event venue is only valued at $25 million? So what did he say it was worth? $25 million. No, no. What did he say it was worth? I think it was closer to like um like two billion. So that would make sense. Of... Think about it. 
that, of the that, revenue that, going through that it. That two point five acre, ninety eight million. Times it just say roughly just times it by ten, maybe not even that sure. times it yeah, you've still got one point eight billion. you it's still worth over a billion. Right. Yeah. It's about a billion if you were to multiply it by ten, yeah. And then that's that's just a residential, right? So then commercial. you have to also fact yeah, yeah, you have to factor in commercial and usually when evaluations, you know, actually happen, you have to consider the revenue that would be made by a, a business. That's what a bank would do when they're evaluating a commercial property. Um Yeah, no, that's just apparently not a thing that they're doing. So yeah. And I'm looking, you know, just a couple other places. Oh, there's a townhouse for sale. Two bedrooms, three baths. Oh, what is that? That is, um, it doesn't even give me the acreage because it's a townhouse and it's probably not a whole lot. Not even an acre. If it's a townhouse, it's not an acre. Cause that'd it's be a not. It, it just says dash dash square feet. Yeah, so it uh, would be, it'd be a, it would have a yard. It wouldn't have a garden. Yeah, it's 1.4 million. That makes which, sense. Which, by the way, it, it looks gorgeous. And it's got, like, water access. I mean, it's absolutely fucking amazing looking. But I don't want to live in Fort Lauderdale. Um, traffic's terrible. Um, uh, based on the cost of, li- uh, the cost of the properties, the cost of living there would be far too high for any of us to live there anyway. Oh, well, uh, that's that's another story, too. We are definitely not the rich bloods who are supposed to be living down that area. I don't even, um, make, I don't even make the national, like, average wage here. I am far too low income for this shit. I feel that. Um, so, yeah, that is what they claim that, uh, Trump is, you know, um, skirting by, I guess, uh, basically the, the fraud is that he devalued or increased the value of his property to defraud investors and business partners and other people like that. They're idiots. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Even Joe Rogan said so. Um, so, but you have a a person, a, a judge, who is outwardly and on record in some cases actually admitting that he at times believes that he will rule outside of the typical way that you know people would expect you know he said biases are a thing and you know we do our best but you know there's there's not so much you can do all the time which is at least honest but don't you know uh don't don't let me think that this um this summary judgment that you've made uh, and then the requisite refusal to allow Trump to transfer the properties or assets to another LLC that he owns in another state. Yeah, don't let me, uh, you know, don't don't pretend that you are any kind of um, unbiased in this situation. This is very clear uh, bias in my personal opinion. No, that's exactly what it is. And also, if they tank the value of the properties in Florida, they just make... Uh, makes DeSantis look weaker. Um, well, so actually, that could be a lawsuit. It would be a. It could actually. You're right. 
because then the injured parties, the individuals who are either real estate investors, banks who have loans, individuals who own property, you could class action and sue the um, the state of New York and their Justice Department for essentially uh, one could probably say that it's a form of theft. It is by and uh, I don't want to say defamation, but basically they're presenting false information that has a negative Fake impact news, gotcha. on their money. Yeah, I mean they're, they're, they would lose millions of dollars overnight. I mean, New York uh, can't really afford to lose much money, and, and if they did an assessment, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be hilarious, too. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, but I, I genuinely wonder, like, hey, does this guy understand the severity of of uh, what what he possibly has just done? It just, it sounds like another excuse so. to try and make it seem like we've got something on Trump, guys, we've got something on Trump, guys, and then presented, it's like, bitch, you got nothing on Trump, guys. Oh, absolutely you're just you're clutching at straws again and you're making up stories. Well, this one is particularly devious because Trump like his his assets, his net worth is something very very important to him as an image and as just a man, right? Like that is his legacy. His businesses are his legacy and you are basically cheating the the justice system um and are now holding a trial to determine what he can and cannot keep uh, through a summary judgment decision. It sounds like an attempt to demas- uh, emasculate him. Emasculate, I word? think that's a good, yeah, I think that's a good, uh, you know, a, a good gonna, way to think about it. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's, it's a gut punch, if nothing else. It's an attempt at one. I don't think it's going to, to be honest, it's, it, again, it just sounds like a really weak attempt to try and harm somebody. He's got phenomenal investments in, in golf courses and property. And internationally. Yeah. Oh, it must be um, he's colluding with the Russians then. Oh, well, that, that is what and they don't forget, said. Don't forget, he had meetings with Chinese people, which means he's in league with the Chinese. Ah, uh, yes, I, I completely forgot about um, <laughs> Wang Shitong and... Yeah, um, fucking wait, point. why does that name actually come to mind? Wait, what? who is that? I just said that out loud, and I was like, wait, that's an actual person. I was going to say Stephen He, because I thought he'd be funnier. Oh. <laughs> Great. Wan Shi Tong is the fucking owl from Avatar. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. No, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> At least I didn't I didn't make any uh, direct issues with actual people. Yeah, I he, just he... T- mentioned an owl that was based on an era that, you know, an area that was based on China. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that situation has happened. And then, uh, the other issue with Trump recently, because, oh my God, it's been so much, um, is today they were complaining that, uh, Trump may have revealed nuclear sub secrets, um, to an Australian businessman, which, okay, um, I know nothing of this, interesting, so like how, attention. how did he do th- such a thing? Well, he told him, oh, I, how, how do we know this? He Trump t- told Australian. But he must have told us. That's how. I mean, he has no, no physical proof. He just, he just told us. Well, see now, and that's why they have not, um, um, 
you know, mentioned that, I think. Apparently, let's see here. Uh, Donald Trump just didn't know the sources said Pratt then went on to share that imp- oh, okay. After Trump left office, Australian billionaire and Mar-a-Lago club member Anthony Pratt alleged in interviews with federal investigators that the former president disclosed details to him about U.S. nuclear submarines around April 2021. Anonymous sources familiar with the matter told ABC News. In this chat, uh, Shadowband pointed out it's not just Trump's legacy, but his father's and his grandfather's. Because they That's are visible. Point too. Uh, also, aren't nuclear subs made by private companies? So what's so secret about it? Not only that, but okay. So I, I'm gonna send you a screenshot of of like what I uh, what I searched and what I got because it's very interesting. Uh, what the actual first article was that popped up, and I just want to get your your initial response. So uh, the first one in actual, <laughs> in actual article, not in recent news. Wait, what? So it's America uh, is dealing deals with oh Australia. My oh my god! And it says the U.S. and U.K. will be sharing technology and expertise with Australia yeah. to help it build nuclear-powered yeah. submarines. Yeah. As of fucking. September 18, 2021. I remember this as well, because we spoke about it. Yeah, because it was in, in the same vein as we were creating a, um, a a Pacific force to fight against China if the issue ever came about it. And the Royal Australian Navy was a major component to this. Um, on this channel, uh, for those in the chat... Uh, we discussed the nuclear power submarine deal between US, UK, and Australia. Uh, we discussed it on this show many years ago. Obviously, it was 2018. But I There's remember. The article, by the way. Yeah, I'll put it the article in. Oh, you put it in the chat, brilliant. Um, I got you. I remember this because we dis- we we agreed it was a good thing. It's you know a bit of coordination and cooperation. Also, why not help those guys, those that that country with the massive spiders out? There's nothing wrong with that. True. Oh, by the way, I see. I've just pulled up the accidentally the news app thing at the bottom of your window browser where you have your temperature. Um, uh huh. The first article I've got here is dangerous conspiracy to end democracy in 2025 taking root among right wing billionaires. Um, and it's got a picture of Trump, so we know exactly where this is going. We're gonna link it to you. Well, so you hold on. If he defrauded other people, then he's not a billionaire. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's at best a maybe a hundred millionaire. Yeah, if he defrauded people and his net worth isn't as high as he said it is, then he's not a billionaire. So therefore, that's a misleading article. You know what it is? He's not a yeah. Well, it, it, you've got it. It's MSN. Uh, it's it's fake news. Well, yeah, obviously. But by all means, have a look at it if you want a good laugh. Um, oh yeah, it's um, yeah. That's... And yes, I do believe the USA sold. Uh, subs to Australia recently, yes. It doesn't surprise me. Not only that, but our nuclear sub-program has actually been in an uptick recently. Oh, that's good news. So I just find it interesting, the timing is very bizarre. Almost like somebody wanted more funding for the program, and if you have to argue that things need to change now, because maybe potentially nuclear secrets may have been, you know, let out, and we might have to change some procedures and policies, and maybe how some things work, um that would be a really good way to continue to escalate 
um, uh, profit margins that go into you know companies like Lockheed Martin uh, or Raytheon or BPMI. I've always been more of an Nvidia guy personally. <laughs> yes, different, different company. Um, but I don't know anything about that. <laughs> now, what's funny? What's really funny about all of this though is they're talking about how the nuclear subs were shared by Trump and this is a terrible thing. Our national security is at risk. Okay, I watched a video like a week ago that talked about uh, War Thunder. I think you've played War Thunder before, or you know of War Thunder. I know of War Thunder, yeah, I know of it. War Thunder, in the last month, in September, right, has, has disclosed secret classified information on their forums three times. Really? In the month of September, three times. That's not a good look. But you know why? It's because people are arguing about whether or not something is technically accurate. And then somebody says, this isn't accurate. Some other guy goes, how would you know? Guy goes, this is how I know. <laughs> Slaps oh, down classified maintenance manual. They're so, de- uh, they're so desperate for attention. I just, I, I don't understand that need. To it's hilarious. It's, I think it's funny as shit. You can, tell, um, you can tell they weren't loved as children. Well, I think it's funny because, right, the, the media is complaining about Trump revealing these secrets, but I've never heard them once complain about, you know, the very obvious leak problem that we have with individuals who have access to classified information sharing them on online forums about their war simulator game. Admittedly... It's not a good look. But I will admit, at least we know there's some accuracy in this game. Yes, correct. In fact, War Thunder has come out repeatedly and said, please stop doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Please stop Uh, trying to tell us that uh, we're wrong. We have so much shit that we have to deal with because of you people. That is... I mean, I'm surprised they haven't been brought to, like, the Hill yet just to answer some committees. I'm I'm sure they have, honestly. Uh... Because I, I bet you there is like I could go looking through uh like some some things on on like the the house committee hearings, but it's probably classified. C-SPAN footage. <laughs> yeah, I probably could find like War Thunder at the Capitol testifying before Congress. Like, hey, this isn't the first time that this problem has happened. What are you doing over there exactly? <laughs> I just wanted to be like, the case. It's not the plan. We didn't want to. It's not the plan. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just like the idea that War Thunder, the, the executives and the developers are there, and one of the guys in the panel is like, "Yo, I play your game. It's it's fucking." Banging, mate. It's so accurate. It's weird, dude. And I bet you, like, some of the people that are, are revealing this information, I bet you they're former military operators. And surprised. they just have the manual. Honestly. Like, yeah. I bet you it's just next to them. Yeah. I, and they're like, kept this. It like a, kept it like a script from a movie, you know? <laughs> they're one yeah, extra role. And then they were like, ah, oh, well, it went missing. I mean, that's that's the, that's a joke ongoing with every military person I've ever talked to. It's like, look, if something goes missing, that's the only way you get new shit. So, yeah, things things go missing, we get new ones. There, that's how it goes. I, I kind of like that the way this stream is ending because it's it's quite amusing to me. Mm-hmm. War Thunder. No, oh yeah, I think it's fucking I, I, hilarious. Gonna have to get war tanks on this as well. Um. Yeah. 
I play that too, actually. Yeah, yeah. So does Dave, my, my mate Dave, the whiskey stream guy. Um, you should play it too. It's fun. I would if I had time, but I know if I get sucked in, I won't make any content. Oh well, it could always be part of the content. <sighs> could be one day, one day, maybe after Christmas. The um, Omega on gaming uh, streams. Let's go. Maybe on Twitch, uh, do extra ones on Twitch here and there. You never know. Um, we have actually hit the one hour mark, and I know you might have to leave and get somebody. Soon. I do. Right, so we're going to vanish. Is Traps here next week? I think so. So we might um, be four in a row, guys. Yes, we're good. Four in a row, folks. We're on to it. Yep, we got it. It's going. My friend Dave will be here, but he'll be shutting the fuck up while we talk. Bet. <laughs> he won't. No. Anyway, thanks for joining, guys. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to smash the like uh, and uh, share the stream about. Uh, we'll be back next week, so say goodnight, Traps. Goodnight, Traps. Goodnight, gorgeous. Thank you.